services face to face. I told you that the Lord has laid things upon my heart. He wants me to share with you. And we started with a seed. And I, I want you to understand that the word of God can come forth unto a nation. But if their receptivity is not right, we spoke about the process. And I said that the process is inevitable. You have to go through the process. And everyone who encounters the grace of God went through the process. And we did emphasize the fact that the first step of the process is for us to believe. The Bible said Jesus went to his own town. He could not do much miracles because of their unbelief. Unbelief is comparing spiritual things with natural things and having confidence in natural things and spiritual things. Praise the Lord. So I want you to understand that the confidence must be in spiritual things. That is when we begin to look at the things that can be substantiated, the things that we can hold physically with our sensual perceptivity, but we cannot descend into the realms of the spirit to, de to, de to detect things in the spirit. But I pray today you will come to the place of believing in the word of God. Amen. And we spoke about the fact that when you believe, you have to have faith. When you move from the place of believing, you come to the place of having substance of the things hoped for. And I said that believing means you open for something. When you begin to hope for something, you begin to have the substance of it. And that is where we come to the place of faith. When you come to the place of faith, you have to fight. Because your fight, your faith will be tested. Your faith will be tested and you have to be ready to know what you are believing and begin to fight. When you begin to fight and you begin to possess your territory, that is when the word of God begins to have its permanence in your life. And I pray that in the year 2021, you will come to the place of my manifesting the glory of God in the name of Jesus I said in the name of Jesus and last week we started with the with commitment to war to the ministry it's a commit to the war committing to the work of the ministry praise the Lord so today I want to minister on the sub uh, on the part two committing to the war the work of the ministry committing to the work of the ministry is very very integral part of the believers life and today I want to dwell on seven come on say seven uh, how many of you serve the Lord <laughs> I want you to look at the word seven when you are serving what does it mean seven is a very promising word amen I told you last week that it is important. The Bible said that we have abandoned the things of God. And the glory of God has been eliminated in our midst. The heaven, the dew of heaven has been withheld because of our attitude. And today we want to talk about all seven. I said commitment or com to commit means to promise or to give your loyalty, time or money to a particular principle person or plan of action the work of the ministry is what christ or christians have been called to commit to that they may see the glory of god in their life praise the lord and last week i told you that one of the integral part of the old testament 
was that when God wanted his, his temple, where the source of his word came from, the Bible said that he designated and appointed a group of a tribe called the tribe of Levite. The Levites were appropriated and apportioned to take care of the things of God for the other living to enjoy the pleasureness of the benefit that comes from God. If you want to see the glory of God and take care of the things of God, the Bible said that he appointed the whole tribe. They were not working. They were not doing anything. All they did was to focus on in the temple. Praise God. When they focus in the temple, that is where we have the high priest. That in the Old Testament, when there was time for them to confess, the high priest would take it. The, 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 the priest would take all their confessions and take it before God. And through that work, they were forgiven. Precious one, there is a place for the for the glory of God to shine. There is a place for the armor of God to shine in your life. But there is also a requirement of the believer to preserve the things of God. And I pray that this year, as you preserve the things of God, He will preserve the things that concerns your life in the name of Jesus. I told you that one of the systems they had, because of the economical factor in the dispensation in which they were in, in the dispensation in which they were in, the Bible said that there was a portion that was given to them out of the leaven, their income or their proceed. I spoke about Titan, which, which I want this ministry. We believe in the principle of Titan, but we want you to understand that Titan is not in the form as it was in the Old Testament. It has a principle and a command. Praise God. And I told you that there was a portion that was appropriated for the kingdom's work. And I told you that the reason why it was done, it was done for the glory of God to, be, have, to have its permanency and to be able to preserve the things of God. Now somebody is saying that why must I pay tithe? I'm not, I, will, I will change the language today. It is not the tithe, the word tithe is that part that is preserved to keep the work of the ministry sustained. So I'm going to change that language. When you hear tithe from today onward, is that part that the believer by what he has received from God, he has purposed that God, I am giving this to support your work. When you are giving something to support the work of God, it is something you give in the Old Testament. It was 10%, which was a commandment and an instruction given to them. In the New Testament, it is, it is the same principle. It is a commandment. God wants you to give your proceeds to support the work of the ministry. But it is not just tied to 10%. It, it has given you room. And I explained to you, if you have not listened to that preaching, you want to go to the podcast and listen. I explained to you that that part is saying that God is an... If you are keeping your if you want to keep your if you want to reserve money those of you who have bought your own house there are reserves you have for any contingencies for any unexpected occurrences and those are not like one pound two pound they are substantial amount i remember there was a lady a lady many years ago who said i was saving this money because my boiler has got a tendency to go bad praise the lord and those kind of investment, it is an investment. It is something that must cost you. Praise God. And I want you to understand, why must I honor my, I call it free will. He said to your neighbor, it is a free will. Uh, uh, somebody, the devil must be annoying because of what you have apportioned to give to God. 
to make sure the work of the ministry go on and those ones are not those portion that you deal with the maybe one pound you are giving no one of the things also you must understand is that everything you are giving to god he must appreciate it take your neighbor he's looking out to appreciate it okay when we give i, I want to i'm not referring to when i use a word tight for lack of vocab, for lack of vocabulary that which you are used to but sometimes i'll call it a free will offering when we tithe, it's a statement that God is the source of our income. God is the source of everything that concerns our life. So if you are not somebody who is who apportioned a significant part of your income to make sure that the work of the ministry go forward, then it means that you are not recognizing that God is the source of your income. It's the demonstration of our love, honor, fear, and acknowledgement of God's power in our life is a demonstration of our love honor fear and acknowledgement of god in our life it is the way of bringing more glory to god the reason why we are not seeing more glory in the house of god is because a lot of people have abandoned the work of god they have abandoned the things of god they are not supporting it if you check the internet Pornography has been sponsored by a group of individuals. It is so common that even anything you type that is por- pornography will tra- attract something on the internet. It has been freely given because somebody sponsored it. I told you that anything that is good was not good until somebody made it good. I pray that you'll be one of those people who will make it good. Our way of sustaining and moving the operation of the kingdom of God on earth. So when you are somebody who are portion, this is not to say that you are giving more than your neighbor. It is according to what God has blessed you with. Praise the Lord. And I am not going to go into give 1% or 2%. I've already spoken about that and you can listen to the preaching. Our way of sustaining. If somebody wants to sustain something, it is not, you have to. Somebody's tight must make some, an unbeliever ask, are you crazy? It is our act of respecting God in our life. It is a respect. If the queen asks you to give, can you give your, so forgive me, everything. So, so let's, if what you are giving to God as what you, you deem, what he deemed on it with, if you can give it to an, a king or a queen, do you think they will take it? I'm not going to talk about, no, it's up to you. The devil is, why do you think the devil is so annoying with apportioning part to the kingdom? If somebody abuses it, it is a responsibility of God to deal with the person. I'm not talking about those who abuse it. People abuse it, I'm not talking about them. But he said that the dew has been withheld. If there is no rain and there is no dew, no plant will succeed on this earth. Your dew is what sustains you until your rain comes. Physical things can influence spiritual things. And that is our physical act to, to cause a significant impact in the realms of the spirit. Praise the Lord. All can be done for you. There are some things you have to do by yourself. There are certain pain we go through. Last night I phoned my father and I said, Father, I, I think I am going mad. Oh. He said, why? I said, the way I am giving nowadays, the Lord just instructed me to give to this gentleman. 
this man of God. And I don't know, but when I look at myself, I think I am mad. He says, son, you are not mad. I said, I heard the voice of God telling me, do it now. He says, son, I can tell you, I know the story of that man of God. What you have done, it was an instruction from God. I said, wow. <laughs> there are so many people who are not seeing the glory of God because the Bible said that he commanded a widow with the son. He commanded a widow with the son. Do you know what it means? And not only did he command a, a widow with the son, but they were left with a little oil to prepare and eat. And the Bible said that she obeyed the commandments of God. And so you saw what happened to her. Those of you who say that my tithe is too much, I don't want people to know how much I earn. It's between you and your God. Me, I don't have any problem. Uh, if somebody wants to watch what you earn, it's their business. I don't have time for that. Amen. Or oh, you have time for that. You come to church to come and see what people give. I don't have time for that. Praise the Lord. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, the Bible said, Do not be deceived. Do not deceive yourself. If any of you think you are wise by the standard of this age, you should become fools so that you may become one wise. Don't think you are smart. Praise the Lord. So we must take care of the things of God. I, there was recently, I came across two ladies. It was a, a lady I know who had a friend. It said, we have decided to build a church for God. To build a church. They are going to build, they are going to build a church. And they've decided. And this woman is so loaded that she's taking extra shift just because the two of them have purpose to build a, a building for God. And you are sitting here talking about, is it big? Uh, it's too much. Ask your neighbor, what is too much? If Jesus can come and do that which he did on the cross, is it too much? Is it too much to ask that you support the work of God? Ask your neighbor, is it too much to ask? Praise the Lord. Good things that when you go to the secular world, their instrumental, their equipment are better than that of the church. Why? Because we've abandoned the things of God. Tell your neighbor, do something about it. Okay, so all of us must give to support. We have a project. We are going to. We're going to. We're looking for a place of worship, and we are looking to raise five hundred thousand pounds. And 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 if you want to achieve five hundred thousand pounds, what we are saying to you is that do what you can do best. Listen to me. I am not in the business of. I don't have time to come and money. Maybe there are some pastors who does it. Go to the account and check what who is giving what. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. It's between you and who? God. In John chapter 18 verse 22. It said when Jesus said this. One of the officials nearby slapped him in the face. Is this a way to answer the high priest? He demanded. Some of you the word of God when it comes to you. You slap God by, by his word. When he slapped Jesus, it was like saying that Jesus, your, your words are nonsense. Can you believe a man slapping Jesus? <laughs> Some of us, by our action, we are slapping Jesus. The Bible said there were men who abandoned their boats and they followed Jesus just because they want to sustain the gospel. What have you done to create a path 
to sustain the word of God. Precious one, everybody who sees the glory of God. The Bible said that Solomon slept and an angel appeared unto him and said, Whatever, ask whatever you want. But when you read the preceding verses, the Bible said he went to the high mountains and he sacrificed unto God. What have you sacrificed to God to sustain the work of God? Maybe you are sitting here saying that, Pastor, you know, don't worry. These things we have heard it and heard it and heard it. Don't worry. When Miss Mary was leading the prayer, she quoted a scripture. She said, There are some people when they receive the word, the devil comes quickly and takes it. Don't be among those people. Amen. The last time I recognized when it comes to income, me, I don't preach what I don't do. I don't preach what I want. I don't do. So when I'm telling you it is something I am what I am committed to. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 94, verse 12 to 13, it says, Blessed is the one you discipline, Lord, the one you teach from your law. You grant them relief from days of war, of troubles, till a pit is dark for, for the world, for the wicked. <laughs> Amen. There are certain people God must sustain you. Say sustain. Do you remember when Jesus Christ was born? The Bible says, it said, move him from that place to that place. I will tell you when to take him back. The Bible says, Jesus Christ's life must be preserved until what? Until the king died. He said, take him back. The king is what? He's dead. There are certain things that must, you need divine instruction. Nowadays, I've been seeing some, some things that makes me laugh. Those of you who want to join me, let's join me and let's watch it. There are some people who are driving. You check on their whisking and you will see what we call, you will see a ticket that I've been put on their screen. It's yellow. And sometimes, most of them, they don't see it in the place where they committed a crime. After, <laughs> this, this is to understand what I'm saying. I remember our sister received a ticket from Margaret. She didn't see it. She came to church, came for choir practice. Then on her way going back home, she noticed, hey, there's a ticket here. <laughs> Sometimes the punishment doesn't come instantaneous. But when I see those people with that ticket, do you know what it, it tells me? It tells me they have committed a crime. There are some of us, we have violated, some, of, some, some people, the Lord opened my eyes and I see what they carry, what is upon them, the heaviness upon their life. And I know that God tells me what they have done in the past. That is a waiting for them. I want to say this to somebody. There are times when people are committing crimes, when people are doing the wrong things, the punishment or the consequence doesn't come instantaneously. The Bible said when the prodigal son left the house, he got more friends. He had more people. He had more friends. They were enjoying. They were clapping. They were doing all of those things. But the Bible said the time came that no man gave to him. I pray that you will not come to that place in the name of Jesus. Let me, let me just, let me just, I have a few minutes here. I want to talk about in, in Agai chapter 1 verse 8. It said, go up onto the mountains and bring me down timbers and build my house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. Serving means employed at the present time in a particular organization, especially the arm of, well, what do you call it, the arm for, the armed forces, for instance, they have been employed. They are providing services. 
in John chapter 9 verse 4 the Bible said as long as it is day, we must do the work of him who he said he said well, we must do the work of him who sent me night is coming when no man can work can work I want to tell you that if there is something you can do for God this is your best time to serve God this is your best time to commit. I told you last week that we have to invest our finances, our resources into the hands of God, into the work of the ministry. Now, today I want to tell you that if you are in the half of house of God, you have to serve God. And I'm telling you that there are times coming when you will not be able to be productive in serving God and rendering services. Are you an usher? What are you doing in the house of God? If you are in the house of God and you have no responsibility, then it means you are not serving. What are you doing to serve? In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 16, I'm going to prove some things to you. And he himself gave some to be apostles, prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Number one, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the world, of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of world, of Christ. As until we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of, of, of the Son of God. To a perfect man, to the measure of stature of the fullness of Christ. That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the the the, 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 the trickery of men, in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into Him who is the head of who is the head Christ, from whom the whole body joined. Look at this. From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint was supply, according to the effect working by which every part does its share, cause growth of the body for the edifying of the world of its serving love. The word edifying means instructive, informative, in a way that improves the mind and character. The body of Christ must improve and what? Must improve the mind and the character. These are not things that happen swiftly. These are things that happen because of constancy and repetitiveness. God wants us to unite their activity for everybody to engage in. Now, if the singers are not singing, the priest will not be able to do his responsibility. If the singers come and the chairs have not been arranged, the singers will not be able to be productive. Everybody must play a role. If you are a Christian and you are not serving in the house of the Lord, not I saying it, the Bible said we are being, it said what? Equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. Say the work of the ministry. He said, there is a way, listen, the reason why we have more young, he said so that, he said so that we will prevent the people who must grow, he said in the verse number 14, that we should no longer be children. There are so many children in the house. There are so many children who must grow, but yesterday are not growing because of lack of service in the house of God. And because of that, they are being thrown to and fro from one place to the other, being carried over by a system of deceitfulness. The battle lies so much, the verse number 16, the Bible says, from whom the whole body joined knit together 
by what every joint supply you are a joint in the body what are you supplying ask your neighbor what are you supplying this girl is playing the keyboard she's supplying something to the body these are things maybe you might have heard before but they keep on coming to you but because you must commit to them he said joint and knit together by what every joint supply according to the effective workings by which every part does every part plays a role it is shared for the cause of the growth of the body praise the lord so i want to beg of you everybody must be involved in the work of the ministry there is a blessing that comes to those who work in the ministry ask your neighbor what are you doing i said that we have to commit to the work of the ministry number one we provide finances resources to support it number two we ourselves have to commit to it in genesis chapter 2 verse 14 regardless upon the power of god the bible said in genesis chapter 2 verse 15 it said the lord took the man and put him in the garden of eden to work it and to take care of it everybody here must start working something out in the house of god oh come on you are not hearing what i'm saying don't tell me you don't have time if god has got time to create you you have to get time for him <laughs> you didn't hear what i said if god has made provision for you then you have to make provision for him amen in acts chapter 6 verse 4 verse 1 to 4 now the bible says something that is so wonderful i'm, I'm just explaining something to you he said, now those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint among, against the Hebrews by the, by the Hellenists. Because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve table. So there are people who serve tables. There must be people who serve tables. Tell your neighbor, there must be people who serve tables. But there are also people who, some people like us. There are some of us who must go before the, he has appointed some apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers. He has appointed us. we have a role to play. And our role can be ineffective and unproductive when we don't have certain table being served around us. And the Bible said, the disciples said, we, he said what? He said, when, listen, when we have people serving in the house of God, it doesn't give the, the pastor the room to go and malinkal and walk around aimlessly and, and unproductive. It gives the pastor or the leadership the room to be able to focus on them essential things. Praise the Lord. I remember there was a time many years ago somebody came to church the person had to make a decision whether to buy a property or not the bar, when the person came to church straight away god spoke and said that is the thing you have to buy don't delay on it go and buy it quickly these are not things that the bible will tell you about they are spiritually endowed into your your praise praise the lord there is a role for your part if you listen I, let me tell you a secret if you are born and you have a good father and a good mother you are like 80 percent successful 
The second thing you need is if you happen to get a good pastor, you will never lack in your life. So there are two things. That is why the Catholic Church, they call their priest father. So there is a father, earthly father, and there is a spiritual father. If you get these fathers, your life is settled. If you are able, I am not talking about those who are messing around. If you get a good pastor, your life is settled. <laughs> you think I'm lying? Anybody who is successful has got something support behind them. Every king in Israel had a prophet behind him. You have no idea. You think it is. You think getting money is what is a problem? I told you last time. It is how to protect it. I want to beg of you. Get involved in the ministry. Some of us have gone to school and we are doing what we are doing. You, you think we are crazy? No. There is a place that no man can go. Only the hand of God can go. It says, some, it said what? It said, therefore, brethren, seek out from among, this, among, the, among you seven men of good reputation. Look at it. We need people to serve, but not reckless people, not just anybody. We need re- re- reputable people, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, wisdom, whom we may appoint over the business. Come on, the work of God is a business. Tell your neighbor it's a business. He said, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. So I want to tell you there is a place for the fivefold ministry, but everybody must do something in the house. Tell you, ask your neighbor, what are you doing? Praise the Lord. How can we need people? We need people who will say, We want to build the house of God. We want to move the ministry forward. We want to support it. Not only with our finances, our resources, but we will commit to it. He said, Go to the mountains and cut timbers. Praise the Lord. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19 to 21. He said, nevertheless, the solid foundation of God's stands, having his steel. He said, the Lord knoweth those who are his. And let everyone whom, whose name, let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Verse number 20. That is where I want you to listen carefully to. He said, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some to dishonor. Therefore, if any man cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, sanctified, and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Now, we are not saying we just want any other, any, just any people to serve in the house of God. We are looking for people who have been pruned, people who have gone through something, people who believe in God, people who, regardless of whoever you are, whether you are gold or silver, clay or wood, you have a plane, you have a place in the house of God to perform. So it is not about what you are, it is about what you are doing or doing. Ask your neighbor, what are you doing? 
I want to beg you, we must deliberately and consciously decide to support the work of the ministry. Not only with our finances, but also with our body, with our time. How can it be that we have people who wake up in the morning 5.30 a.m. and pray for you? There are some of you, you have never seen that time before. You have never seen that time, 11 a.m. You have never seen it before. You have seen 1 p.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m., but you have never seen, you, have, you don't even know how it looks like. But people wake up because they believe in what God wants to do in your life. It is not what you go through that matters, but who you go through with. Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, it said, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, listen, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself wholly, fully to the work of the Lord. Because you know that your labor in the Lord is never in vain. Praise the Lord. It is never word in vain. I want to beg you, come and join us. Those of us who are working in it, look at the pastor. The pastor, if you know how it will look like, if I'm standing here and worshiping God, I can tap from heaven and know what God wants to do and see what He's doing. And after, when I pick the microphone, I'll tell you. But you see, pastor playing drums and playing drum and coming straight here. Then, hey, what the? Ask your neighbor what is this? You have to make time. That is why when you even go for an interview, you get time to sit and get your thoughts right. But pastor is playing drums. Pastor is doing this and this and this. What are you doing to him? Ask your neighbor, what are you doing to him? Somebody should just be crazy and say, we have to look for a drama. We have to train the young one. What are you doing to... There are certain churches, I, I trusted God and bought them a pulpit. I bought them a pulpit. I bought carpet for churches. I did this. I do this. There are churches we got them curtains. We got them chairs. There are churches we sponsored their chairs. Myself and my family. What are you doing to support the work of God? Praise the Lord. You have to be crazy for the things of God. Though. I know somebody is saying, Ah, these people. <laughs> me i nearly died if it has not been this god so when i'm doing what i'm doing allow me in jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 listen to this god is telling you to serve in his house to do the work of the ministry listen to what he said in jeremiah in jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 he said do all of this do it all i'm telling you please do it do it tell your neighbor do it the reason being that this is what God is saying. For I know the plans I have for you. Declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. So take care of my work. Not to harm you. This thing you are doing, you are not wasting your time. Oh. Plans to give you hope and the, and the future. So when God is asking you to do something, it is not to waste your time. Sorry, you don't even have time. He gives you the time. Our service to God demonstrates our maturity in Him. Your maturity is determined by how much you are serving God. Praise the Lord. 
Ask your neighbor, what are you doing in the house of God? But you can't leave your, your home recklessly and come and serve in the house of the Lord. No, 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 you can't do that. You can't disrespect your husband and disrespect, you, disrespect your wife and abuse your children. No, 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 no. We are talking about complimentary or service. In Romans chapter 12, verse 3 to 8, it says, For by the grace given to you, to I, say to every man, every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith of God, to the faith with the faith, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, these members do not all have the same function. You don't have the same function. I don't have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. It's that we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is encouraged to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Ask your neighbor, what are you doing? I want to beg of you. If all of us were to behave the way you are behaving, do you think the kingdom of God will move forward? That's the question you ask yourself. <laughs> you have no idea. We do what we do not because it is easy, but because it is a mandate given to us. Hallelujah. There are people who come from night, they come to church, they sit here. They sit and sometimes they don't even know where they are, but they said nothing will deny me in coming to church. There are some people who said, I don't have what it takes. I don't have, I don't, when I finish paying my bills, I'm just left with 10 pounds. But God, when I look at what you have done for me, God, I have decided to give you this portion. Rather than saying that, oh, it is only left with 10 pounds. I don't think God will even take it from me. I want to tell you, he has never rejected anything. Anything you give to him that he appreciates, he multiplies. Ask your neighbor, what are you doing? Don't tell me you haven't got anything. Nothing is requested from a man without anything. You are, it is being requested because you've got it. My question to you today is that the, you can't give what you don't have. And if you, can, if, you don't, if you can't give what you don't have, and you can only give what you have, I'm asking you, why can't you give? Because you've got it. We want to move the work of God forward. We want to move it forward. The devil is sponsoring his work. But the kingdom of God has been abandoned. I pray that from this day onward, your commitment will go up. Your dedication will go up. Let me have Minister. Minister, okay. Can you bring the communion, please? I want to beg of somebody. As we, are, we need strength. There are times, 
There are times I don't know. I don't know. Yesterday I was driving and I told a lady sitting beside me. I said, my I am so, I'm not feeling well. And when I'm, when I'm even walking, it's like I'm dreaming. I, am, I'm, I become so drowsy. It's so painful. But you want to stand on your feet right now. We are about to have communion. You want to pray that, Father, I need the strength to serve you. I need the strength to give you the best. I don't want to be like the one who offers sacrifice and you reject. I want to be like the one who you appreciate what I give to you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands. Say, Father. If you don't, if you don't want to say it, don't say it. But you want to say it like you mean it. Say, Father. Give me the strength to serve you. Whatever is standing in my way, it be unbelief. If it be fear, if it be laziness, if it be procrastination, if it be the love for sleeping, as I pray today, take away everything that distracts me in serving you the way you want me to. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. That you will no more be the same. You will no more think like a man, but you will think like God. Receive the spiritual dimension of your, of your being. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's have the wine. In the name of Jesus. Come on, finish all because he shed all for your sake. Don't eat, drink half and leave half. Father, I thank you. Place your two hands in your stomach. I want to pray for you. I pray for you this day. That as you have eaten this, as you have drunk the wine, Father, let there be a new beginning in my life. Let there be a new beginning in our life. May we come to the place of obeying you completely and totally. Without any deviation or alteration. Without any moderation, but completely obeying you. Father, I pray that may the strength of the Lord be your portion. May the strength of the Lord come upon you. May you receive divine strength. In the name of Jesus. What you couldn't do before, receive strength to do it. Where you lost, may you begin to weed. Where you fail, may you succeed. Where you were sick, receive healing. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are blessed and highly favored. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.